Welcome to Where'd They Go, a podcast that is intended to aid in the grieving process after the loss of a child. Hi, I'm your host, Cheryl Laxanen, and in 2014, after the loss of my son Christopher at the age of 22, I started to receive strange, supernatural communications immediately upon his transition. I say transition because that is what I believe it is. It's just a step into a new type of existence without our earthly body. I thought I was going crazy, even contemplating that I had schizophrenia. So I immersed myself into books and self-help groups to explore what happens after death. By receiving communication from spirit and conducting my own research and exploration, I now wanna help others through their grief, through your grief. Welcome to the club that I wish you didn't have to be a part of. Today, my guest is Cindy. Cindy Riggs had her first supernatural experience at age three, which she still remembers vividly. At age 30, her psychic awareness came online full force following her first Reiki attunement, and she began hearing and communicating with spirits. Soon after that, she met two of her own spirit guides in very vivid spiritual encounters, and she began channeling spirits. After the death of a friend who immediately began communicating with her, she was then open up to mediumship. Cindy has now been communicating with the spirit world for 26 years. She is an internationally renowned universal trance channel of high-level spirit consciousness, which includes angels, ascended masters, spirit guides, and star beings. She is also known as a direct dial medium with the ability to communicate with the loved ones who have transitioned from this plane and also spirits of children that are about to incarnate. Cindy is the author of the channel books, Vishnu Speaks, Messages of Enlightenment from the Ancient Deity and Buddha Speaks, Messages from an Ascended Master. Cindy produces and hosts the podcast entitled From Beyond, Interviewing Spirits, Channeling Insight. In her private practice, she performs psychic readings, mediumship, spiritual guidance, hypnosis, past life regression, defragmenting, energy, bodywork, spirit releasement, and personal and psychic development, and the ability to help people locate misplaced items has been called her superpower. Cindy provides sessions in her Worthington, Ohio office and remotely via phone or video call by appointment. Cindy is also a licensed minister performing weddings, funerals, and celebrations of life. She is also a dynamic, inspirational public speaker. Hello, Cindy. I'm so excited to meet you. I'm excited to meet you, too. Thanks for having me. Well, I've had many acquaintances that have recommended you in the past. Oh, how nice. So when somebody reached out to me and said, oh, you should interview Cindy Riggs, I was like, how do I get in touch with her? Awesome. Great. So I appreciate uh, this opportunity. So, you know, mediumship is not new to me. I've been to maybe four or five, but our listeners, probably the majority of them have not seen a medium at all. So from what I understand, Cindy, there's different types of mediums. What type of medium are you? Well, I'm a different type than you might see on television or that might, that most people might be familiar with. So I'm known as a direct dial medium, which means I'm not going to just be sitting with you and say, your grandmother's here, or I see this or that, because they don't just show up to me. But if I direct dial them with their name, I can connect with them. Okay, so in the prelude, 
that I introduced you with mm-hmm. that you didn't hear. You had your first experience at age three. Can you remember what that was like? I did, and it might sound really out there, but uh, my grandmother had passed away. I remember sitting at the kitchen table, and my mother explained to me that Grandma died, and she wouldn't be with us anymore, and I understood it. I remember just thinking, okay, I got it. So we go to the funeral home. I'm standing there looking at the coffin, and she opens her eyes and winks at me from her coffin, what? Now, I'm looking at all the adults' faces to see if anybody else saw it. And nobody else was reacting. So I ran behind the flowers because I was scared because I'm like, she's not supposed to be awake anymore. Oh, wow. Now, I know that sounds really far-fetched, but I remember it very vividly. Did you tell your mother? I told her many years later. Yeah. <laughs> so after that experience, then what happened? Anything? Then not a lot. I think I shut down the ability until I was about 30 when I got that Reiki attunement. Well, so many Um, children, right, are scared of the dark because they see things in the dark. Uh Did you have that? I sure was, yes. Okay. And my mother would say, there's no such thing as ghosts. I wouldn't let anything hurt you. And now I know there is a such thing as ghosts. Yeah. For sure. So, um, but you, it was comforting that she said that at the time. So were you ever afraid of the dark then? Oh, yeah. Because oh, you yes. would have spirits come visit you, which you probably didn't know at that young of an age what was going on. I didn't on. know. You thought you, right, You're like right. we all do. Right. I could feel something. I could sense something. I'd dream about it. Mm-hmm. So what happened after your Reiki attunement that, yeah. and what age was that? It was about 30. It was 29 oh, that's or 30. Long it's a long time. time. <laughs> yeah. I had one other thing happen that I remember, and that was that I was about to be in a car accident. And this was back in the 80s when the seatbelt law was not in effect. And I said to my friend, hey, let's put our seatbelts on. And moments later, we were, we were smashed between two cars. And if we didn't have mm-hmm. them on, I know she would have been through the windshield. So I felt like that was some kind of psychic message. Uh, For sure. Yeah. And that was after your Reiki attunement or before? That was before. Okay. So. Yeah, the Reiki attunement was mid-90s. Oh, okay. Mid-1990s. So nothing in between the 80s and 90s. Not much, no. I mean, I've always been interested in paranormal things. Mm. I'd read about ghosts. Well, who isn't, right? Right. Well, some people aren't. The unknown. Some people aren't. They don't want to know. So, Okay. So let's talk yes, about right. when it really took force. Right. So I had that, I had a Reiki attunement. And if anybody doesn't know what Reiki is, that is a Japanese healing system. So what do they do on an attunement? An attunement, because I give them now, mm. um, is permanently opening the crown center to allow life force energy to come into the heart and out the palm chakra. So you can do hands on healing, basically. Mm. That's what that is. So. I had my attunement and I had a very clear vision during that attunement process. And then I just started hearing things. Okay, so you had a vision. I had a vision of someone I knew smiling at me. It was no big deal. But You actually saw them? I saw them in my mind's eye. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, Yeah. in my mind's eye with my eyes closed. That's how I see everything. That's weird. Because I don't see, for us who don't have that ability, I don't understand. I don't understand it. You do have the ability. You can look at me right now and you know what your kitchen looks like, don't you? Yes. That's how we use our mind's eye. Gotcha. And so it's like, are we paying attention to it or not? Mm. But you see, you could be aware of two things at once, your kitchen and me. So you just did it. 
You just, you just practiced having a vision. So I started being awakened at the same time in the middle of the night and I was hearing words in my head. So I started writing them down and that's when I realized I was talking to light beings because they said we are light beings. They actually said They that. said that, yes. <laughs> okay, so when so. they say that, um, is it in your mind's ear or you actually hear it out loud? I hear it in my mind as though I'm making up the words, but I know I'm not. Okay. All right. And I knew I wasn't making them up when I had to look some of them up to find out what they meant. Oh. <laughs> so that's how But they that were started. actual words. They were actual words in a yeah. dictionary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's words as though you think a word or if I have my eyes closed, I can see it like it's on a whiteboard. Okay. I kind of get it both ways. Yeah. Very cool. No. So what um, happened after that? Then? After that, I met one of my guides in a dream, one of my spirit guides. And we all have spirit guides. Okay. So ha- And this was a dream that was way too vivid to be just a dream. It was really it happening. Real. It was really happening in my bedroom. And she told me her name. And I said, are you the one that's been giving me these messages? And she said, yes. And it would be faster if you'd type them rather than write them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then I started talking with her, communicating with her, and she taught me how to channel, which was really the first skill I developed. And that is allowing spirits to speak through me. And that might sound a little scary, but it's not. Mm. It's wonderful. Okay, so your spirit guide, did your spirit guy ever tell you her name? Or Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, they do. Yes. Okay. Yes. And uh, when she talks to you, she talks to you in your mind's eye. In my mind. mind's ear. Yeah, yeah right? in my mind. Just like I'm thinking of a sentence or thinking of anything. So when you get up and you write it down or type it down, can you fall back asleep? Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure. Yeah. And then I'd wake up in the morning and <laughs> I was getting one word at a time so slowly that... Yeah. I thought, I don't even know if this is going to form a sentence, but I'm not going to worry about it. So in the morning, I'd read it and I'd be fascinated yeah. with the sentences it formed. They formed, the words formed. Could you go, so then, could you go mm-hmm. anywhere to ask what was going on? You know, No, not at the time. Not at that time. Um, I, I didn't really know anybody who did it. Mm-hmm. Channeling was very new. Mm-hmm. I only knew of a couple authors who had channeled books out there. Mm-hmm. And so I just worked with my own guide. And Did she we taught have the me. internet back then? I mean, when that was occurring? No. So you couldn't even look it up or search no. it? Yeah. Mm-mm. I mean, I could look for books in the library. Right. Sure. Okay, go on. I'm yeah, okay. So, <laughs> so then um, I just began channeling my own guide who would answer questions for people. And then that kind of expanded from there. So at that time, were people coming to you that you started asking to, questions. Yeah. I happened to be working in a new age bookstore, so it was helpful that oh, gotcha. I had a little bit of traffic, a little bit of people to practice on. Yeah. So did it pick up speed after that, your ability? Sure. Yeah. Oh, yes. Because mm-hmm. you were open and willing yes. and the universe works kind of in that right Exactly. Way, right? And I was doing it faster and faster. And that's still my forte. However, a friend of mine passed away. Somebody I had worked with before, uh, forget about that part. Somebody I'd worked with who I did not know what was happening. It was a previous job. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden I was thinking about him a lot. Like I was overcome with thoughts about him. So I called a friend and I said, hey, have you heard anything about this guy? And she said, yes, and he just passed away. 
I'm like, awesome. I'm going to go get a pen and paper because I've been asking for this ability too. And so we had a Q&A session and I knew it was, it knew it was that guy. That's interesting. Okay, so I only had one experience like that. It was my ex-husband had a child out of wedlock. And in the middle of the night, I received a premonition that I should Google his name, this child. Oh, wow. And uh, Mm -hmm. he would have been in his teens by that time. So I Googled his name, woke up in the middle of the night, everybody's asleep, Googled his name. And he had just passed away because his obituary was the week before. Right. Yeah. He contacted you. So he contacted me to let me know so, so I you could, could tell let... his dad. That's right. That he had passed. Wow. Yeah. Wow. But that's, that's the great. only thing I've ever happened like that. And I just thought of that when you were mm-hmm. talking. Good. Right? Good. That means you have the ability too. It's just a, it's yeah. a skill that we develop. Interesting. So your friend who had passed, was he connecting with you daily? Oh, yes. I mean, how, how does that work? He was kind of like with me all the time. We were having conversations. I was asking him all kinds of questions. He had not actually crossed over yet. He was still between planes, as I understand it now. So the, the interesting thing is that he had converted to being a Jehovah's Witness because of his wife. And I was on my way to his funeral talking to him in the car like I had been for days. And he said, I'm not going to be at the funeral. I said, what are you talking about? You're right here with me. He's like, I'm not going to be there. So I go to the funeral and they said, now our brother is asleep until Jesus returns. And I'm like, Chris, and I don't hear him. That's his name, Chris. His name is Chris. Yeah. I didn't hear him. I'm like, Chris, where are you? (laughs) I'm like, well, he said he wasn't going to be here. So I get back in the car afterward. I'm like, Chris? He's like, yeah. Like, where were you? He's like, I told you I wasn't going to be there. I said, they think you're asleep. He goes, I know. That was it? Did you Mm -hmm. ask, like, why didn't you attend your funeral? No. Not really. No. No. So do spirits... I don't know if that's appropriate. Yeah. Do spirits attend their funerals? Some of them do, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so... Well, they certainly can see it. You, certain. you said Chris was in between both... In between planes. So he and left what, his body yeah. in the third dimension, mm-hmm. was in the fourth dimension until, I believe, after the funeral, because after that, he said, I'm going to move on. So why do they stay in that fourth dimension? Plane? Oh, they check on their family members. He had a few kids and... You know, they make sure everybody's okay before they move on. I think everybody's different. That's the thing. Like, if you were to ask me what happens when we die, it's different for everyone. Mm-hmm. We're all unique. What's the most common that someone experiences when they pass? What's they the, see bright light. Yeah, and they walk towards the bright mm-hmm. light, and then yeah. they go. And has anybody told you, like, has spirit communicated to you what they do? When they're in that different They say, world? most of them say, you can't understand what we're doing here. Mm. So we, we're not going to try to explain it. But it's not really about doing, it's about being, Yeah, I guess. <laughs> that part I don't understand. But what I do know is that they're all at peace. What type of questions do you ask your spirit guide? Do you? Oh my gosh, everything. Anything and everything. Yeah. When I teach people how to communicate with their spirit guide, first I teach them how to 
determine or establish yes and no and some sort of signal of their presence because most people can't hear them like I do yet. So do you ever see them? I see them in my mind's eye. Yes. Mm -hmm. Do you? Sometimes I can see flashes of light around people, Mm -hmm. different colors, blue or purple or white or something. And I feel like those might be guides or angels. Mm -hmm. Now, an interesting thing, because I know we're here to talk about parents who lose their children, Mm -hmm. is that I can usually see a deceased child near the knee or the lower calf of the mother. So they would have to be a young child then. Yes, usually they would. Well, not always, but usually I can I can usually see with my physical eyes a flash of a. It's like a periwinkle. This is just what I see. Yeah. Everybody sees it differently. It's the color but you see. Periwinkle. I see periwinkle, light, like a flash of light, mm-hmm. and that tells me that they've lost a child. So when it was young, is and this- it could be um, it could be a miscarriage. It could be an abortion or it could be a death from some, and I can't tell why they died right away, mm-hmm. but I can see that. And those are people who you do in-person readings with? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you lose a child in pregnancy or mm-hmm. if you have a stillbirth, mm-hmm. um, is this, is this, the spirit and the child, what have you learned with all that? Sure. So this is just my experience. Because it's very political size uh, I know. these days. I understand. <laughs> so in my experience, when I speak to the spirits of children who are about to be born, when I've got a pregnant client in my office, they're outside that woman's body. I see them outside the body. There's the, and they say, I'm not going to commit to that body until I'm born. It's born because, you know, if you think about it, why would you want to contain yourself in such a tiny little container when you're an expansive free spirit? But when the child is kicking, when you feel like the baby kicking, that's when at least some of them have said, that's when I'm going in to check on my body. Mm. And so they do go in and out of the fetus. <laughs> They've told me. I can't confirm or deny that. So in a case on a stillbirth, have you read anybody I have. who has been pregnant and then? Yes, I, had, I did a reading for a woman who had just given birth to a stillborn child. And while I am not yet a grief counselor, um, wow. You know, like all I could do was relay the messages from the child's spirit, Mm. which were all love and light. Mm. And there was just something not quite right. So, yeah, um, I knew it wasn't going to work out. I've even heard child spirits say, I'll just call them child spirits if that's okay. Mm -hmm. They say, I'm waiting for the right astrology. Because sometimes people say, can you tell me when it's going to be born? Or can you predict the day? And it'll say... I'm waiting for the right astrology. Really? <laughs> you know, they want the right moment for their chart, I guess. It's, <laughs> it's fascinating. So new age. It's I, I very mean, new age. I, I'm all new age. So, I mean, it's so far fetched. I can't even absorb it, mm. absorb it. And I'm sure listeners are like, okay, 
what's going on. So, well, let's get even more new age. Everybody chooses their parents and they also know exactly what's going to happen in their lifetime. That's what all the spirits tell me. Really? Yeah. Um, now I brought a quote to share with you. Yeah. Along these lines. Okay. Because, um, I, I've channeled for, well, all this time Mm -hmm. channeling is my forte. So, I used to do monthly channeling group sessions. I've channeled online. I channel books, obviously. So I channeled uh, the oneness, which is all that is. It's mm-hmm. like all of the consciousness of the universe. And this was in 2013. And they said, now about the life purpose issue. So many humans are confused because they feel as though they have a purpose. And of course you do. It's just not usually what you think it is. Your life purpose is not one thing. It may be a thousand things. It may be 300. It may be 3000, depending on what you decided to put in your blueprint for this lifetime. So your life purpose may be a checklist or it may be one thing. When you are so upset about the child who dies at age three, if you realize that they only had maybe five things on their list, then you would understand that the life was finished and that was all they intended. That's very inspirational. Is it? Very hopeful. Good, yes. So do we live multiple lives then? Do we reincarnate? What do they say? I I completely believe that we do, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Does it take a couple hundred years, 400 years? Oh, everybody's different. Oh, yeah. I have met spirits who said, oh, yeah, I incarnated immediately again. Or I have other ones that say, I'm going to wait. But here's the thing. There's no time where they are. We're... We're in a space-time continuum. They're not. And that's so hard to understand because, know. you know, it's like a cell phone. 40 years ago, would we ever envision that we would carry around these little things no. in our pocket and be able to communicate with somebody overseas and not only that, FaceTime them and see their face and video right. in real time. Yeah, and not have to wait till Sunday night so you didn't have to pay so much. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. Or collect, call them. (laughs) Collect, call. Right. (laughs) I know. Um, Is it easier to read a person in person or it doesn't matter? You can Zoom them. You can have a telephone conversation. So one isn't stronger than the other. Nope. Sometimes over the phone is even more powerful because I'm not concerned about any feedback from their their expressions. It's actually easier for me to really, really focus in my mind's eye or my mind's ear, whatever, clairaudiently, clairvoyantly. Um, And as soon as I hear a name, such as being a direct dial medium, if you just give me the person's name, I can contact them in the ancestral plane. Cindy, what happens when a child takes their own life? Parents are in a very, very deep, darkened Mm. state because they've, you know, the church dogments this mm-hmm. and you know we feel our children aren't in the light that they've actually gone to a bad place right i know that is a belief system for many and the spirits i've talked to that were suicides are healing they're in the light they are they're fine um of course the question is always why because that's the thing we can't understand that we'll never understand. We have to let go of the need to understand it, but I still ask them. <laughs> I keep asking why. And some, uh, one man said, I just couldn't see a way out anymore. And another person said, I just knew it was my time. 
And that was weird because, interestingly, all of the spirits say to me, everyone dies exactly when they're meant to, whether it's an accident or a suicide or whatever. And I just can't wrap my mind around that yeah, yet. That's hard to tell I a really can't. that too. Right, no. And do they but have regrets? Or Sometimes they do. Yeah. Sometimes they say, now I can see mm-hmm. that that was not necessary. Mm-hmm. There were other options for me. But when we're in a state of despair, we're only operating from our fearful mm-hmm. mind and we don't have access to all of that other information. So do you have any family members that have crossed over that you speak with or two? Once in a while. I don't make it a point to go after mm-hmm. them or to call them up, mm-hmm. so to speak. But sometimes they'll appear to me. And what do and, they say? I mean, oh, they want they something just, or they just want to say hi. They just want to say hey, hi. And they just want to say hi. So have you ever, do you see spirit anymore? Or, and when, do you, because you're clairvoyant, you mm-hmm. hear it yes. in your mind's eyes. So you don't see Well, anything. clairaudience is hearing okay. and clairvoyance is seeing. Mm-hmm. So yes, I see. And what do they look like? <laughs> I mean, they look are like they, people. So they look like they're people. in their full physical form. They're not, or are they like, can you see through them? Well, do you remember negatives from film? Film no. negatives? No. Oh, yeah. Sure. Like right. Camera. Yeah. Like ghost like. Ghost like. Yeah, kind of like that. I can yeah. see the outline. Some I can see more clearly than others, but it's not full color. It kind of reminds me of a negative from film. That's kind of what they look like to me. So when you give a reading, do you see that sometimes too? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that all the time or yeah, just it's, it's sometimes? Not, it's not like Hollywood where it's all technicolor and mm-hmm. and and absolutely real looking it's it's kind of like uh an illustration almost yeah so we've asked this um question on other podcasts like what do they tell you where is heaven where is hell is there hell interestingly i'll go back to children for a moment because when the parent is there in my office and the child is right there with them They'll always say, I'm right here with you. I haven't gone anywhere. I just don't have a body. So I'm right here. And then what I would want to say to parents is, if you all of a sudden start thinking about them or feel them or even smell them, know that they're saying hello. They just want you to know they're there. So where do you think heaven is? Is it six feet off the ground? Is it up in the clouds? (laughs) Where where is this place? I think it's actually just... Um, I'm going to call it the fifth dimension, which is just outside of this third and fourth dimensional space-time continuum. So it has no space. Oh, it has a lot of space. But it has no, it's six feet above us. But not uh, we like can't that, measure it. Right? It's spherically around us. Yeah. It's not above us. It's all around us. It's, that's how I understand really it. And that's how, that's how I see it when, this, when I'm channeling spirits about it. They sh- I can see it. I can see what they're thinking, what they're saying. So if somebody wants to have a reading with you, mm-hmm. guide me through that process. How do I get in touch with you? Do I go to a website that you sure, have? Sure, you can go to cindyriggs.com and contact me through the website, text me on my phone number, email me. It's all right there. Very, very cool. So before we were talking about children in the womb, when they come in... Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So I've had spirits say, the first one I ever did was a friend of mine. She was pregnant. 
And I said, let me see if I can get in touch with the spirit. And I thought it was interesting that it was outside her body, outside the mother's body. And she says, well, I'm going to commit to my body two hours after I'm born because I'm going to be working on healing her first. And I thought that was very interesting. She also warned her about being careful on the steps on a certain date. And she did, in fact, fall down the steps on that date while she was pregnant. She said, I'm going to be turned around or something specific inside her. And she said, don't worry, I'm, I'm going to be okay. And that happened too. That's nuts. What, what, yeah. What's your opinion on past life re- regression? I do past life regression oh, with you do people. It. Yes, yeah. I do. Yes. So. It's fascinating. It's fascinating. And oh, that's a whole nother show. Okay. <laughs> Fascinating. Mm-hmm. Okay. One more question mm-hmm. before I let you go. What was your first mediumship reading like? My first professional okay. mediumship reading was with a 21 year old man who had died and I was talking with his mother. She was, she came to do the session and I didn't even know if I could do it. You know, I'm just, my friend said, you can do this. Okay. And so she referred me to this lady. I connect with this, this man and he, it was so easy to connect with him. He was so forthcoming with information. He described everything that was going to be on his toxicology report and it was all correct. I bet that just blew the mother away. It blew her away and it blew me away because I was still... Because you were right. I was, I was right. That was your but first I was, one. Yeah. And I was still nervous. Like, I'm not even sure if I'm doing this right. <laughs> and I did. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. You've given so much inspiration to parents out there, even people who aren't parents who haven't lost a child, mm-hmm. um, to know that, you know, they're not gone. They're, they're not, not gone. gone. That they're, they're right not gone. Here. And they're all fine. And they're all fine. That's really important. Know that they're okay. And we, when we cross over, we have no more ego. So there's no more fear. There's no more resentment. There's there's no more depression. It's all gone. We're just pure consciousness again. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for enlightening us on what sure. a medium is, what you can and cannot do, and how our audience members can get a hold of you. You can do in person. You can Zoom. Mm-hmm. You can do telephone. How long is the session? Typically an hour for this type of thing. What do you prefer? It doesn't matter. A Zoom, telephone call, in person? Well, in person is always the best. Yeah. Thank you. Have a blessed day. Thank you. You too. I just love talking to people who are full of love and light. And if you could see Cindy Riggs, I mean, she's just, she has bright light all around her. She's radiant. She's articulate. And she just wants everybody to be healed. So I really hope you enjoyed this podcast just as much as I did. And I hope your eyes are awakening and becoming grateful for what you do have in this life. 